trying to get down. You ain't got moves like Azzy. You ain't got moves like Azzy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Remy gave me this for my birthday. Uh, this is Big Pond and Full Flex Terror Squad leaders. Uh, in the back says the TS. You know how that go. And so we playing this game called Life Out. We plan it out. We like how it's going. We like how it's going. Success clothing, what's up? And so all our people good. Everybody good. All our people doing just fine. The stimmies is back. And what you know about that? 
Shout out my brother Noriega. His son, his oldest son had a birthday yesterday. We showed up. Now his other son got a birthday today. That's incredible. They got him back to back. And um, and so, shout out to my brother Nori. Always keeping it 1,000%. And now, something about being successful. Shout out Isaac Wright Jr. on the check-in. You know that boy going for mayor of New York City. Something about being successful, right, is along the line, you got to let defectors go. Or they do it to themselves. And so you say, you know, and then years go by, and now without us wanting to be, you think Remy Ma ever wanted to be a role model? Have you ever listened to her music when she came out? You think the fat gangster fat Joe want to be a role model? Or Jigga Jay-Z, Hard Knock Life. But unfortunately, my mom's just fine. Thank you so much. I'm going to see her tomorrow. Uh, unfortunately, you got people who, they're bums. There's no way around it. They're just bums, miserable. They get mad at your success. And so we try not to think about these people or reflect on them because we're role models. You know, I was telling a friend of mine today, I said, man, you know, I'm the, you know, I grew up with stank, stank BIs, 40 of them. When you talk about being petty, we was up to six in the morning saying the foulest shit to each other in front of Forest Project. I could get petty, bad though, on another level. And so when I see these bums say little things and comments, you don't know how bad I want to go. Doo, 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 doo. It's beneath the people. It's beneath us. And what we try to do is show you the light and show you how to go to the next level and inspire you to get more. Never from an eye of jealousy. Always positivity. So the theme of today's show is the Stimmies is back. Stimmies. And we're so happy that the Stimmies is back. Hashtag Problem is, hashtag Stimmies is back. Problem is that if they give you $1,200, you've been waiting eight months for $1,200. You done fucking, they done loaned you about 2800 And so, I don't know if the Stimmies help. And so, it's All-Star Weekend, guys. First of all, it's a historic Hall of Fame day, monumental my brother from Brooklyn, New York, Pat Poos. My brother-in-law, 
It's his birthday today. Oh, wow. The ladies love him, man. I'll tell you. Friend of the show, there is nothing my brother can do wrong, right? And so, Pap, I love you, man. He's my fish brother. He's your fish brother, Pisces? From brother to brother. Nobody loves you like me, I swear. Nobody loves you like me. And what a man. And so you allow me to be the godfather of Mackenzie. Uh, which is an honor. And so what happens is, before DJ Khaled was rich, rich, I made him my daughter's godfather because I loved him and I thought if anything happened to me, this was the guy I wanted to leave my daughter with. And so when you think about the importance of being the godfather to their daughter, if anything happens to them, it's my baby. And so it's a big and huge honor. And so Pat, he can do no wrong. He can do no wrong. Shout out to Tracy Morgan, Edgar Balanga on the check-in. Tracy Morgan been ducking the show. Coming to America it's out. I'm praying that coming to America is phenomenal. I'm praying that it's incredible because the original one is legendary for years to come. And so I've been scared to watch it. I'm not even going to lie. I don't want it to fuck me up. And so I'm wanting for coming to America to be incredible. You see my story I posted up. Shout out Charlene from Dev Jam. I posted up a hundred times. It's a legendary day. Pat Poo's birthday. Pat, I love you. God bless you. Uh, your family your friends. Nobody loves you more than me. Just know that. Joe Crack got your back. And I ain't just talking about the stimmy. Period. Okay? So Tracy Morgan is coming on the show most likely next week. He keeps saying I talk to his agent. The motherfucker keeps trying to run down Walmart trucks. He, he put a fucking, uh, 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 what you call them shits when you catch a suntan, mother? Uh, what's them? He got a beach chair on the I-95, hoping Amazon hits him next. And so, you know, Walmart hit him, gave him like 90 million. He want Amazon to hit him next. And so, oh my gosh, my brother, one of the most hilarious people in the world. Um, But I can't wait till he comes. It's an all-star weekend, bro. All-Star Weekend, to me, is one of the greatest. It's a family thing, man. It turned into a family thing because it used to be a rapper thing, but then it turned into a tradition to where my whole family comes. And then it turns into buying sables and Balenciaga coats that you only wear one time. And then 
And then as he has a problem, if she don't sit courtside next to me. And her mad uncle with all the muscles, rich player to God, he keeps it to himself, but he's up there mad as hell in the book because he ain't courtside looking at Kim Kardashian and Ludacris, Nick Cannon, Khaled, Kanye, Chance the Rapper, J. Cole. He's mad. And so she gets whatever she wants. But All-Star Weekend has always been a big tradition for me. And I've always loved it. It's still going on. As I was flying into, oh, I got to tell you about this thing. And then y'all can tell me, look, today I'm going to ask y'all questions. You say shit, and I'll, I'll speak on it. Mayor, what's good? But when I was coming over here, uh, um, I like when I do fly uh, commercial, I like taking this plane called the 777. It's the biggest one. You don't feel the turbulence in that. That's what you go over overseas on. And so coming up to New York, first time I, I went this whole year commercial, so on the 777, it cost me $1,500 first class to go up. I saved about $24,000 instead of flying private, right? But I don't know if y'all noticed during the week, a 777 almost crashed. God bless it didn't, Continental uh, United Airlines. And so 777 almost crashed. Now on the way home, I went to get a ticket. I got a ticket first class, $450. 777. And uh, it's amazing to me. It was the smoothest flight in the world. I came down. But look, what I was saying was I was on TSA, and a bunch of girls were like, yo, Joe, where you going? We're going to Atlanta right now. All-Star Weekend. Hello? Like there's no COVID. <laughs> and so I'm like, guys, call me paranoid. Call me whatever, but it really is going down over there in Atlanta. It's really going down in Atlanta. And they acted like it's no COVID and they partying. Oh, God bless All Star Weekend because I love it. And Atlanta's been open. Just like, you know, Texas is about to be open. And so, let's watch how this plays out. And it's just so weird that it's All-Star Weekend. And uh, yeah, CNN got a scared, but a, a half of 500,000 people died. Like, hello. And so let me tell you what crazy shit happened to me, right? So I'm going through TSA. I'm in New York City, JFK. And so we love everybody. Everybody. But we fight for our people a lot, right? And if you've been watching the show, for a year straight, you've been noticing 
Joe for the people, we fight for the people. We got, you know, boom. I got Jewish friends, I got Muslim friends, I got everything, but I do fight for the people, right? And, and uh, NBA employees are on lockdown, says my cousin Miriam, who works for the NBA. So they're staying in the bubble, they can't shake their ass. That's what you're trying to tell me, uh, cuz. Okay, so now look at what funny story happened to me. I may be wrong. My wife told me not to tell y'all this story, but I got to tell y'all this story because this is part of like uh, the Fat Joke Show. I go through TSA. This young sister, black sister, she definitely knows who Fat Joe is. My bag, my bag rings off. My bag rings off. I, I got a lot of jewelry in the bag though. No, no, no BS, right? So they go through the jewelry. She's looking at every diamond, everything ever created. All right, cool. She finds my vitamins. So now, I travel everywhere with these vitamins, through any TSA, do anything you could think of. So she can go and check. You know, they check with the swab, put in machine, and know what it is. So she's doing that. I'm like, cool. Now, I mean, I've been everywhere with these vitamins. She takes it a step further. She opens it up, takes out the kit, put the vitamin on each thing. And I said, I look at her, I said, miss, let me ask you something, man. And she said, excuse me? I said, suppose it is illegal or something. You really want to put me in jail, huh? And so, I'm looking at this woman trying to test my vitamins. Suppose it is something. Does that mean she really want to get me locked up, huh? And so while I'm looking at her, I know it's totally legit because everything, I don't do drugs, nothing. So I'm like, wow. Like, because she tests worse than the other. She's going into the shit you see on TV, like customs. Like she's putting the liquid to see if it says, hello, cocaine, Molly. I went through TSA a thousand times with this shit. Never I'm looking at, I said, damn, man. It be your own trying to bury you, huh? I'm looking at her. So another girl come over, young lady. And she, cause she sees almost like how I'm talking. And she's like, it's our job. It's our job. I'm like, it's your job to put me in jail? I'm like, damn. I walk away from there like, imagine, imagine I was wrong. Imagine I, I, I had some illegal shit. She was going to be the last person I saw. And she would have went home like, yeah, you know, I did my job. Yo, listen, man. I know she's doing her job. Damn, man. She trying to take me out the game? Sometimes I hate be too real. Sometimes I hate. Yeah, it's not their job to do the drug test. That's what I'm trying to say. She put the shit out. Like, you know, 
like they do when you come in the country to see if it's illegal. Shit we see on TV. She doing all that shit. Young black chick look like she from Harlem or some shit. I'm sitting there. I'm like, yo, I'm for real? Like, like, please look up. Like, you really trying to put Fat Joe in jail? If it, not, it, it's your job. You really... <laughs> Disgusting. But it was her job. I, I, I... It was her job, right? And so... All-Star Weekend, be careful out there. My cousin gave us the, the Surgeon General. The, the NBA wants us to know that their employees have to stay locked down. They can't go out. Uh, there's, no, she wasn't rude. She was not rude. I'm not going to lie to you. She ain't act stink with me. She ain't disrespect. No, she wasn't rude, but she was trying to put me in jail. Because it really ain't her fucking business. It re really... There's no need for her to go above and beyond to go, hey, we got one here. Like, that, that's all I'm saying. Verbally, she wasn't disrespectful. But I guess she didn't know the code. It's cool. Mm-hmm. Period. And so, COVID, one-year anniversary. How do I know? It messed up Lorena's birthday last year. Last year, we was down here, Mary J. Blige, our sister, was going to do the jazz in the garden. We were going to be on stage. Afterwards, I had the dinner set up. Legendary. Then we had, uh, what, what is that called? My body tap on the water? Like, we was going booby trap. We are going to strip club. It was all good. And then the corona, and we can't do nothing. So it's a year. We found a way how to move around. Uh, and so we're going to celebrate this year. And so one year anniversary, we lost a lot of people during the way. Still, some people don't believe it. And so I look forward to Zion. My dream come true is that Zion, after he's done with his three years in New Orleans, he comes to his rightful home, the New York Knicks. And so um, nobody can stop Zion or his greatness. Super said, what's good? My man said, R.I.P. Fred the Godson. You know how I feel about that. Um, and so Zion's my guy. The Knicks are over 500. They're busting people's ass. And I love it. Um, up NYC, the best brown and black community store in the hood. Mm -hmm. A lot of people get famous, rich, 
and we never see him again. We maintain our presence in the hood, in the middle of the hood, up NYC. We're opening up one in the Bronx shortly. We give jobs to our people. We make them feel important. We tell our employees, yo, this is one team, one dream, one brand. Represent it as if you own it, because you do. Other day, I pull up to my store, and everybody got Benzes and shit. And I love it. I love to see my people doing well. I love it. And so up NYC, online, check that out. If you want to support it, you're from all around the country, check it out. Let me see that sneaker. It's Air Max month. And so I got an Air Max for your ass. I have an Air Max for your ass. And so up in YC, 158 in Broadway, 207th. Dykeman coming soon to the Bronx. Give computers to school. Give thousands of families food. Sponsor every athlete team over there in every school. The Bacons is tough. It's Air Max month, B-Dot. Y'all B-Dot, Drake drops three songs. The hip-hop world stops. Drake. B-Dot, is Drake the most Hold up, let me go here. Let me go there. Hold up. Let me see. Let me see. Going live with the fat gangster? Man. Yo, yo, B Dot, let me ask you a question. What's good, crack? Is Drake the most influential rapper of all time? Nah. Of all time, I actually had a conversation about this not too long ago. I think if you're gonna say the most influential rapper, it would have probably. I mean, been... like what Jay Z said, we're wearing button ups now, and the whole world started wearing button ups. Nah, I, Drake is definitely in that category, but I would say Slick Rick. You know, as far as lyrically, you know, yeah, a lot not of. I'm talking about lyrically. I'm talking about. This influence is. Like if Drake's gonna drop a project. Yeah. Every rapper is terrified to drop their project around his release because they know he's going number one. And right. so they don't want to be in the way of that. <laughs> That's true. Has there ever been any other rapper that has that much clout that everybody is terrified to even come out at the same time? At this level, I would say no. I think if you say a little bit before maybe 50 when his at his peak, 
But these days, nah, man. Straight. It's been 10 years, if you think about it. Like, no one in hip-hop, to my recollection, has had a run this long and this dominant for 10 years. Straight. The guys never fall off. And so the man goes and says, he throws out three records, and it's like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> it's like he... he it's like when Tank last last fight the uh, Javante had when he gave homeboy the uppercut, homeboy <laughs> fell through the ropes. It's like boom, like, yo, calm down, guys, because I can release the other seven eight tonight. Right. I I had a conversation with Drake last night actually, and we were talking about the records. Oh, and... so you so you in conversation? Uh, this is the Joker moment. Hold on, it's a Joker moment. <laughs> you and Drake are like conversation buddies yeah you know i like to keep my you know relationships with my rapper friends personal like you know you and i talk but you know i see how you de you deserve that don't be that you never been messy you ain't never been about no bullshit right so i can see why somebody you know you're a hip-hop historian yeah. you know why he, he, he uh hit you up and see um what he say shout out to french montana my brother on the check-in Oh yeah. Um, so what, what what was the conversation like with Drake last night? It was real short, you know. I just told him like the records are crazy, specifically the one with Rick Ross. And he's like, yo, man, like niggas is saying my run is over. Like he's he has a chip on his shoulder that people are saying like his it's a new era, like you know, people are saying that, you know, there's a new guy in town. Like he he's out to prove that he's the best. He wants to prove that. Like he says, he told me I does this, like. So I so, think so, 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 so he's inventing competition in his own mind. I yeah. like Michael Jordan ish, right? The goats always do that. I do that all the time. You see me on here every night ranting about the competition. Nobody's my competition, like, but I just go crazy to, yeah. to, to amp myself up and uh, to be in. Let's just keep it a, to keep it a buck, Joe. I think honestly. Charlemagne's comments are the ones that really rubbed him, that kind of ticked him off. So what did Charlemagne say? Because I'm not up that early. <laughs> well, Charlemagne said a few um, a few weeks ago, like, he said, like, Drake's era is over. Like, he thinks we're, like, in a new era post-Drake. And I believe those comments got back to him, of course. And man, he's man, like... Boy, Drake owes uh, Charlemagne a check. <laughs> but... And, <laughs> Forgetting him hype. Like, yeah. thank you, Charlemagne. But I think people uh, like but people like him, like Jordan, they get their rocks off of adversity. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think you're an example of that too. Like, look at you. You've been in this game since what, 91, 92? Like, I keep saying to people, Joe was signed to relatively records, my nigga. Like, do you understand what that means? And you yeah. know, for you to be here over 20 years later and still putting out hits. You like to prove people wrong. Yeah, that's my shit. You know, so I think you got, I think the greats have that in them. In them. It's like in their DNA. Uh, hip hop is young. Hip hop is less than 50 years old. We're the youngest Johnny. Yeah. We see our brother Hove keep cashing in Billy's every week. Um, I feel like a doorman already, like, Hello, good night. Congratulations. Uh, uh, we did it again. <laughs> I don't know how I include myself in the conversation, Nita. Yeah. I don't make no money off this man. We did it again. Yes. 
That's another three hundred million. Another three hundred million, brother. <laughs> like, and what's great? Shout out to Dez, yeah. the whole team at Rock Nation who won't stop. Um, but believe it or not, I told Khaled today. Early, I was at Khaled's house. I said, "Yo, Khaled, believe it or not, twenty years from now, there's gonna be some young boys making twenty billion, thirty billion. This is historic to us because we've never seen it before. But hip hop." It's yeah. fabric. It's DNA is only being formed now. So, right. so say Magic Johnson caught a million dollars for playing that one year. They made the biggest thing in the world, New York Times. Now the bums on the team make $150 million. Man, it's a different time. But, you know, like when you started out, Joe, the culture was so young, and you were young with it too. So you kind of were growing at the same pace. You know, and at oh, this well, me, my daughter watched the Biggie documentary, and and she, you know, she loves hip hop and big. And so she's, she's. I was in New York. She was in Playboy. But Dad was Biggie getting jerked. He was the biggest in the world. He said he was only getting ten thousand a show. <laughs> I said, Ma. At the same time, your dad had a number one song, and I was getting five hundred dollars a show. The money was different at that time. Did you tell her that you booked Biggie's first show? Yeah, she know that. She okay. know that. I don't you know, know she's the executive producer of this show. Okay. You know, so I, you know, I definitely did. I mean, you know, and there was an album of Fat Joe and Biggie. Yes, it was. <laughs> but it was. Different... We love you, my brother. Thanks for checking in, man. You Absolutely. See the Max, right? Over here. Over here. <laughs> Joe, man, before I go, this whole sneaker culture. You're responsible for it, man. Like talk she, about it. Talk now. You give me hype, D Dot. Don't do that because they don't want to give me my props. How can they, you not? Like you know, there's moments in culture that are like watershed moments. You know when like Jordan hit that shot over Craig Elo and he did the pump fit. You know when like he hit the jumped in the air. On yeah, air when he did this. When he did like that. Yeah. When you took. <laughs> When you took that Air Max and you licked it on MTV Cribs, that was a game changer. It was the Jordan. It, it, it was the Barcelona Jordan, but you are absolutely correct. I was collecting sneakers out there with nobody, no real competition. Nobody was collecting at my time. That's and so fact. now when I say that, you know, listen, B-Dot, you know, when I came up, if you knew me, you knew me. If, no, 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 I'm just saying, if you knew me, you knew me. And if you didn't, you never heard me talk. I wouldn't tell you my business. I wouldn't talk to people. But being that we did this show and I start opening up about my life, I know a lot of shit is too good to be true or sounds like it's a lie, but it always gets confirmed. It's true. You said back, you said on the record, ask Dapper Dan, who was the man back in 88. I actually asked Dapper Dan, he confirmed. <laughs> he did. He said, Yo, "Yeah, Joe. I, I remember Joe when he was coming up." And then, and so I was collecting. So then the young sneaker collector. There's another thing going on in life. Don't have nothing to do with hip hop. It's about these young cats, which we love the youth, but yeah. on Twitter and shit like that, to where they don't want to understand the rules that were formed before them. They want to come in and change and say hi. This. And they start, y'all, we ain't with that. We canceled, we this, we did. And they, they didn't even grow up when we grew up. Facts. Facts. And so that's crazy. 
No, yo, man, like, before, like, I know sneaker culture is crazy now because of social media and all different outlets, but I remember as a kid watching MTV Cribs and, you know, I remember you showing your collection. I was like, yo, there's nobody has more sneakers than Fat Joe. And nobody did it before. Before that, no one ever showed they sneakers. I did, I, I, I didn't I'm, even... I'm not lying to these people. I'm telling the truth. It's a facts. When and you even said on that show, I took them shopping. I bought like boxes of, of white on whites on the show to show them about the sneaker culture. But you know, these are every facts. time I try to brag or something, they look at me like I'm crazy. But so. sometimes you got to remind them, Joe. Like, like you said, I still probably have Jordan's beeper number. Confirm. <laughs> <laughs> hey, y'all. Let me tell you. I'll tell you a story. I was trying. I, I went and built my store on 158th and uh, Broadway. Yes. Built it. White marble, chandeliers, everything. Nike said, yo, that's not how it works. You have to be vetted. We we, we can't open this up. I was like, oh, shit. Because I got a relationship with Nike for 20 years. I thought it was going to be no problem. Yeah. I didn't realize to get the account is like, you got to go through some shit. It's a process. And so I go to a party. Uh, it's Neymar Jr. They welcome him to Brand Jordan. It's in New York. It's in a little spot. Uh, Kelly Rowland is singing. <laughs> Out of nowhere, over everybody, you hear a voice. And it says, Big Joe, Big Joe. And everybody looks. And when you look, it's MJ. It's Michael Jordan with a cigar in his hand. He said, your store. I'll be at the grand opening. Your new store. I'm there. <laughs> and the guys who told me no, Ran over and said, I guess I'll be at the store tomorrow. We'll figure this out and this and that. Yo, MJ put me in the game. Man, that's loyalty. Oh, speaking of loyalty, Fat Joe, first celebrity rapper with his own rim. But that's another conversation for another oh, day. Oh, remember that? The loyalty rim? I was, Joe, I'm a, I, I do this rap thing, man. <laughs> Yo, b you know your shit, huh? I'm saying, man, I remember, man. I remember. The North remembers, Joe. The North remembers. All right, my brother. God All bless right. you, man. No Stay doubt, up. man. God bless me, Doc. Thank Absolutely. you for, for accepting my life. Be that hip-hop historian, living legend, uh, him and Elliot Wilson. If you know about hip-hop, you know. Um, and so... Um, very honest guy. He was on the phone with the... I don't have uh, uh, Drake's phone number. He does. And so everybody's asking for a white van. I see all the rims for that white van, that white van talk. Yo, you guys are crazy. You've been watching Fat Joe too much. Yo, you guys... Uh, and so the Fat Joe collection. So listen... I've been saving sneakers and collecting sneakers for over 25 years. <laughs> and so I finally gave it to two J's. We're dropping at one o'clock tomorrow. He's dropping his infamous YouTube vlogs. Uh, sneakers are for sale tomorrow out of urban necessities. Two J's. You get a slice of history. You get a slice of history.
Will Unique, what's up, my brother? And so you go, you go on Urban Necessities tomorrow, pick out your favorite sneak out of the Fat Joe collection, and uh, you'll be straight. Shout out to my brother, Jay Major. He sent me the clipper with the, the blue. You know how I like the blue. Hold on, let me hold it this way so you can catch the, the watch with the yonder. And so, oh shit, look who's on the check it. Look who wants in. Look who wants in. Look who wants in on this. Yo, Mayor, what's up? It's history, guys. It's history, guys. Yo, Nore. What's going on? I'm right here, rolling the blunt. My bad. Are you going broke with all these birthdays back to back, your sons? No, you know, today, today, my son, um, I offered him to go to Mr. Chow's, and I offered him to go to Drunken Dragon and Coit, but uh, he's 14. He wanted Benny Hanna. He wants Benny Hanna. Yeah, yeah, he don't want that shit. He don't, he don't want that fancy shit. I was like, we Benny Hanians. Hey, 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 we Benny Hanians here, man. Yeah. Yo, but listen, I'm going to try to do the... I'm going to try to do the impossible today. I'm going to try to have a whole meal at Benny Hanna's without carbs. I'm going to try. I've done it. Whole meal without carbs? You just can't eat the all fried rice, which okay. is hard. I've never did it. I've never did you it. You can't eat the, but just get everything without the carbs, but get the, uh, a lot of garlic butter. Garlic butter, okay. All and right. you know that the soup, my favorite thing in Benihana. The onion soup? Soup with the onions. The onion soup, that's my shit. That's how Holy I sober up. Shit. I get drunk and then I get the soup and I'm sober up. I sober And you brand new. Yeah, brand new. What are you drinking, Benny Hannes? What do they got good in there to drink? They got um Pinot Grigio. They got Santa Margarita. But tomorrow, um, five thirty at the spot. We we, we locked Why in. Why so early? Do you, do you, I mean I thought you had the back line. Like no, you, I didn't. You they, they only you had ten thirty. Make the call. Listen, they only had ten thirty and five thirty. If you want six, but but you know what it is? CeeLo got a. We um, run this shit. All right, yeah. I don't so, think you understand. Okay, my bad. Like they they don't tell us what time. We walk in and go, yes, sir, and they make tables in the middle of everybody else's table. Okay. These people are crazy. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm going to have to make the call. No problem. Because we're not going to eat dinner at 530, right? You, you, now, you know why? Because CeeLo got some uh, outdoor event at 8 o'clock, so I figured we could do that, and then I, I could catch CeeLo. Oh, so you, you wanted to go early. Yeah, CeeLo. Okay. Yeah. We go, you want to go early? Yeah, I would, I would like to. Let's I go to... early. Hey, yo, let me tell you something. That pasta. That's why I don't want to eat carbs tonight. I don't want to eat carbs tonight. <laughs> Yo. Yo, Nori, that pasta is so mean and vicious in there. Right. We talking about carb bone, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. yes. If you're from New York and you're lucky enough to know, then you know. They got one in Miami. Every member of New York City is in there. Nori's in there every other night. But I can't Nori, lie to you. I think Miami's the best one. That 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 pasta, the the red sauce. It's um spicy rigatoni. Oh no, that's uh that's legendary. I love I love that shit. And, and the and bread that... they give you at the beginning, the focaccia, the focaccia bread. Oh, I didn't hit that. I didn't hit that. Only bread what? I eat. Only bread I eat from there is the bread from the Caesar salad. From the Caesar salad, that little crouton shit. That shit is crazy. But then listen to me. Uh -huh. The greatest piece of bread. Wow. You have ever eaten in your life is in that basket. 
when it first came out, it looked like pizza. It's wow. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. That's the sample, all right? The sample. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Okay, okay. Bread that looked like pizza. Tomorrow, right. I'm going to tell you, oh, my God. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to run. How's Nas, uh, Nas's new... Uh, coit, Coit, Coit. How's that restaurant? It's dope. It's dope, but you got to love beef. You got to love beef because... I love beef. Yeah, I don't eat beef at all. So, um, oh. so, um, so what happened was they gave me the uh, tuna tartare, amazing. I had the uh, nori fish chips, uh, uh, um, and uh, I had the ceviche. Oh my god, the ceviche is crazy. Ceviche's killer in there. And then I had a, a fish flounder, and then um, uh, my wife had her friends in a private room. I think Amari Stoudemire wife. And we went to see them, and then I got chicken wings from them, um, um, from back oh, there. Oh, they so, had chicken wings in there. Yeah, cause yeah, cause I hit Peter. Rich, Peter, rich, who, rich girl shit. You know what I'm Peter, saying? Peter, you know Peter who owns rich, it. Oh, 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 rich girl shit. Oh yeah, shit. Yeah. 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 Queens in the building, no time, no cash. That's right. Good to see you on. Yeah, listen, I didn't see you and your wife since six months. I'm sorry I was in a rush because I had to kick pick up that bag. But you know, I'm looking forward to having dinner with y'all tomorrow, man, and having fun, man. I love we y'all. We're gonna have it. We miss you so much. I, I miss you too, we brother. We love you Work. so much. It's Work. time. We're gonna have the time of our lives. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And I'm most likely gonna get drunk with you tomorrow night. Let, let's do it. Let's do, let's do it. Let's do some red let's wine. Let's go, goddamn it, and tell your son, who's also my nephew, that I yes. love him and yes. enjoy Benny Hannes. Yes. yes. <laughs> All right, then. All right, well, up, brother. Sheesh. Family is on the check-in tonight on the biggest show in the land. We have B-Dot, hip-hop historian, Noriega, a.k.a. Give You Your Flowers While You Are Alive. Christian Dior, I see you. The mayor, I see you. Huh. And so, no, I don't have a spray beard, bro. I have a, just a cut. <laughs> My shit just flies. Why are you worried about what I got? <laughs> These guys are crazy, man. Um, listen, guys. It's time, ass. Tell Uncle Rich to go get uh, Ted Smooth on here. It's beyond time. Wait, wait, where the hell is Ted Smooth? Yeah, he's in Orlando. How you know that? Ted Smooth, straight face. Do you remember? Uh, Y'all looking for some white van talk. White van talk gets me in trouble. And so, what's that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Godfather's interviewing Justin Bieber for his show. My, my brother DJ Khaled has a show. If y'all don't know, it's on Amazon, and it's number one. And so on IG, uh, since, since COVID, uh, it's D-Nice and it's Fat Joe and it's Versus. That's it. Everybody try to do this.
French Montana. Uncle Dan, are you on the check-in? Call Uncle Dan and tell him to tell French that I'm on the live and I'll call him right back in 10 minutes. And so it's versus, it's D-Nice, and it's this. Period. And if you want something else, you see Pretty Lou, my other little brother who got the DJ show for the DJs that's rocking. Other than that, there's nothing exists. And consistency is key. And so that's that. And so we come on every night, we talk that shit. Legendary shit. J1s was good. I don't see Ted Smooth on here, man. And so we on here. The only bad thing about being on IG Live is that sometimes there really is some bum dudes that still got IG. Uh, and so they comment, you know, they try to get you to talk about bums and shit like that. Listen, man. I was born broke. I was born on welfare. I was born in the projects. Bronx, Lebanon Hospital, across the street from where Larry Davis got busy. I slept on the floor because we didn't have no AC. I had nothing. I made it on my own. Nobody gave me nothing. I went to the Apollo Theater amateur night at the Apollo. Yo, Uncle Dan, hit French up and tell him I'm going to call him in 10 minutes. Yeah, I seen him. He's, he's watching. Huh? Okay, so uh, I told him the collection drops tomorrow. And so I came from nothing. Nobody gave me nothing. And I know other rappers who they just uh, I know other rappers who we name is, is some of the greatest of all time who never put nobody on. Two J's. Urban necessity tomorrow. The collection goes on Line for real. Shout out Butter Butter. And so, I made the Apollo Theater, Amateur Night at the Apollo. I didn't ask nobody for nothing. I knew Lord Finesse. I knew Showbiz. I was down with Showbiz. I was down with Diamond. I never asked nobody. Put me on. I went and did it myself. And so, guys who keeps asking me about bums of 20 years ago and how could you help me? What about this and this? They're bums. Family, what's good, bro? How are you? I'm excited for the people. Bro, I'm excited. It's it's a big day in sneaker history, starting tomorrow, man. You know, um, the fact that... You know, B-Dot just came on right now and said, Yo, Joe, you was collecting before everybody. I'm not going to lie to you, 2Js, because I noticed there's a little... Uh, uh, some of the sneaker community got their they panties in a bunch. You know, and so these guys, no, they do. They got their panties in a bunch. I never know that. I never knew that. And so I thought they'd be like, yo, that's the old. Like, I look at Slick Rick or Heavy D or I'm realizing they're like, everybody want to be king, right? And so 
I gave him a chance to own sneaker collection history. I did it with you because Maya set it off with you. And if Maya trusts you, then that means I trust you. And I'm, I'm humbled, bro. And I had you on my show one day, and you told me how you was homeless, how you started flipping one pair of sneakers to two pair of sneakers to now you got a, you just took over a gap, eighteen thousand square feet in Caesar's Palace. The story, the story is crazy, bro. If you think about it, like, but it, it's, it's proof that life could be, it could, it could be a complete one eighty. You're, you're an example of that too, like, you know. I, I've told you in person what, you know, outside looking in, what you've been able to do over the years um, and the longevity of your career, bro, it gives, it gives motivation not only to myself, but to, to millions of people around the world, bro. And, and coming back to the sneaker thing with you, bro, like you were collecting before a lot of people even knew what collecting was. To me, you're, you're one of the top three Air Force One collectors for an entire coast. Like there is nobody for that that those two the three decades there wasn't nobody fucking with you with this shit there really wasn't you know and, you know, and we got away with a lot of illegal shit um, not illegal but illegal meaning we got to do a lot of tax we uh T S Air Force Ones, different colorways. Let's just say this. The, the way that you were able to create those shoes is not the typical way a collaboration happens. I can't even do it. I can't do that now. No, it's impossible. The way that you pulled that off, there's no way. Like, that's just not how, that's not how the structure is. So what you have, what you've been able to create, like, bro, your sneakers, your Terra Squad sneakers, the, the shoes that you wore in the Lean Back video, in the Make It Rain video, are attached to some of the most monumental moments in sneaker history. You got to... I was watching last night. I was with Chop. Bro, your video, your Lean Back video got 92 million views. And within the first 15 seconds, the entire world is seeing a sneaker that should have never even happened. Like That's and crazy, those are, right? Nah, bro, it's it's wild. It gives me goosebumps just thinking about that shit, right? And for me to have you know, the they opportunity, try to give me a plaque. They try to give me a plaque. Oh, bro, they need to make a statue after you. You hear me? Nah, they try to give me a plaque for over two billion, uh, something listens or something. And I tell them keep the plaque. I'm not done yet. I'm not done yet. Don't that give me don't don't give me a lifetime guarantee plaque right now i'm not done with my work yet that i'm part. still going man nah it's a beautiful thing bro like the four days i got to hang out with you the endless of facetime calls since i left and came back this way and we've been working on the collection bro it's inspiring to me to see how how much energy you still put into your craft like oh yeah you're 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 against the mold bro like you know what i'm saying you broke in the mold you like, you're still working at a level that half these youngsters ain't even on. That shit is mind-blowing to me, bro. But I see you getting to the chicken and the chow and, and the, yo, it's, it's it a nice real honor to be around you, bro. Yo, 2Js, I'm more proud of you 
And on this show, I like to bring people on here who started from nothing and turned their life. You know, what do you say about these people that complain about everybody, they doubt, they never get nothing done, they don't aspire to be nothing? Uh, what do you say to these people that won't move, won't get up off their ass? Like, it bothers me to see bums still, you know, like, hey, what about, like... Yeah, so listen, I, here's how I feel about people that like question or, or throw negative energy towards you. It's a natural human trait to criticize and to talk in a negative light about something you don't understand or you don't want to put the work in for. It's a natural human trait. Shit, I'm even guilty of it. Looking at things in the past and talking shit about it. Like I, I am. But... It's about what you surround yourself and what you pay attention to. You need it. That's the stuff for me. When someone points the finger and says, yo, you're doing it the wrong way, or nah, he shouldn't be here, or yo, he shouldn't be doing that, or there's no way that that's this, that inspires me and motivates me to want to even work more because this is me at my worst still. Like this is the least amount of knowledge I'll have, the least amount of uh, cosigns that I'll have, the least, the smallest my brand will ever be from today going forward so if this is what's causing you to be upset and frustrated well fuck stop oh, watching you, well, you got two years yeah two years from now you're gonna fucking you're gonna want it what are you gonna want to do kill me you know what i'm saying five years from now when this shit is a movie and it's all over the place and i think that's the thing is people are tired like some people are tired of seeing your growth and your progression and consistency over these years bro people can't handle that and all you can do it's just give them more because, I mean, if you're the worst part of their day, then fuck, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's great in that sense. Yo, uh, okay, hit Dre up. Yo, two J's. We got a lot more history to make. How could they see that? Tell them when we're going to drop the vlog tomorrow, what time? One o'clock Eastern, right? Correct. First so, of all, uh, I'm a fan of your vlogs. Everything, when you go by, me and my daughter watch them. Khaled watches him. Everybody, nah, no. I know the kids in my in, in my neighborhood is like, that's the guy from the YouTube. Like your shit be legendary. Yo, no, you the the day I pulled up to your house, you you had me laughing, bro. Like I like, cause you was like, yo, two J's. What you know? You tell me what up, and then you're like, yo, my daughter was like, you was telling me how your daughter was telling you, yo, two J's is downstairs, dog. Like, you got to you gotta open the door. Bro. You, you can't have him playing outside. This like, he's a big deal. This is the guy I'm, from the YouTube. I swear to God, you told me that. Huh? Nah, yeah, I'm, I'm humble, like, bro. Yo, you got to go get this guy. This guy's famous from the... I'm, I'm I say, yo, ma, that's my guy. And so tomorrow, 1 o'clock Eastern, the vlog comes out. Um, Is it going to be like a, a classic two J's? No, we yo, film so it I right? think... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this. I think that the conversations and the interactions that we had, people are going to see that we were very honest. And I think we asked and answered a lot of great questions. We showed off a lot of shoes. Um, and I talk in depth about what it takes from a business side to be able to handle a collection like yours from a, from a, from a labor standpoint, from a logistical standpoint. And there's a lot of people that are watching what I'm doing and are curious, how do you handle, how do you scale? So I try to answer that. I try to make it as informational as possible while also showing and giving the flowers to your collection that it deserved. 
So that goes live at 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 1 p.m. your time, Eastern, Eastern Time. 30 minutes later on Urban Necessities website, the sneakers will be available online and they'll also be available in store. And so people can understand, we made it our business to get the richest guy in the world to buy a pair of sneakers and a hardworking guy to be able to buy a pair of Fat Joe's collection where it isn't that, what's the cheapest sneaker? 40 bucks, $40. Most expensive sneakers like 15, 16,000. Every single shoe is gonna come with a certificate of authenticity, which you signed, I numbered, and then put the name of the actual shoe on the certificate. So it's so we gave them, we gave everybody a chance to be a part of the collection. If you're a sneaker collector and and you love sneakers, we gave you anything from forty bucks to sixteen, seventeen thousand dollars sneakers. Yeah, no, it's all right, two days. I appreciate right. you, I mean, family you know man. What? Thank I'm you for watching the vlog from my mother's house tomorrow because I go to my mother's early, so I'm gonna watch it with my mother. I'm humbled, bro. It means it means the world, man. Listen, for everybody that's watching, I can't I can't stress enough. There's a lot of history that's gonna be shown in this video. Um, Joe, just thank you for the opportunity, bro, for allowing me to come to your house, man. And, and you've treated me from, like family from day one. Oh, man. And, uh, love, it's man. a lot I'm of love, bro. People. Thank you. I'm, I'm, yo, I'm intrigued by people who turn their life around and become successful. I'm proud to call you my friend. Thank you know, because these sneakers ain't about nothing to me. I ain't even going to lie to you. The money ain't going to make or break me. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's about giving the culture a chance to own a piece of it. Because at this point, I was like hoarding a lot of these sneakers I hadn't seen in 20 years. Yeah, I know, bro. So it's it was crazy. like, yo, let the people have it. And then we'll, we'll consolidate. What, what you call, what, what's the word you taught me? Consolidate? Consolidating, yeah. So we could, but yo, yo bro, I've been what? buying sneakers. I just bought these popcorn Air Force Ones. Yeah, those it's are a good. new one that looks like popcorn. With the, with the red and white thing, I caught me the new ones, the, the UNC ones. Yeah, uh, you know, I've been buying sneakers. I'm trying to catch up. Nah, yeah, bro. Well, the thing is, you let go 1500 you're about to buy 5000 Yeah, those are good, too, bro. The clock. I, we got the original pair over here somewhere laying around here in the crib. That's a good... Here, look. I'll show you the OG while I got you. Blue Jays got everything. Jeez! Yo, that's the that's OG. a good that's, that's a good one though, bro. But I like I said, I think I think it's great that you're consolidating. There's a lot of things that you forgot you even had. You're sharing history, and consolidating is gonna allow you to pay for the next five thousand, six thousand, ten thousand pairs in your case, because you can you 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 hit a nice little number once the the, the units move. Nah, I know, I know, I know. But All right, my brother. God bless you too, Jay. Love, bro. We're out there. Peace, bro. All right, guys. We normally have 10 smooth. I tried getting them two times. Um, I got to go. Um, Because French Montana, I sent him to do a song on the soundtrack. And he's in the studio. I've been waiting for it. And now he keeps asking me, what do you want me to say? What do you? So I got to vibe with him and uh, get the song done. Uh. Put God first, believe in God, trust God, love God. Ted Smooth, 
Then you're here too late, Ted. You're here too late, Ted. God bless you. I told you 8.40, you showed up at 9 talking about I'm here. I tried catching you two, three times. I love you, Ted. Is it, what do you want me to do? I got to go. Ted been here? Fan, damn, Fat Joe fan, UK. I can't, man. I got to go talk to... We might come back on. We might come back on, but let me get to French. I have to take care of this. Peace, y'all.